The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there. And welcome to today's show. And I, I'm so thrilled to be able to uh, share with you my guest, Dr. Alison J. Kay. We're going to be talking about the way in which the changes that we're all facing in this world are actually a good thing and how you can harness the, your own energy, how you can develop spiritually in order to make the best of what's going on. When you look at the news, when you are talking to people, there is such a depth of negativity. People are anxious, depressed. There's so much uncertainty, division, and it's very easy to get drawn into that and find that you're feeling low and overwhelmed and as if there's nothing that you can do. And that vibrationally brings you to a low vibration. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with energy and the principle of vibration, then this show will give you a real insight to it. You know, when you walk into a room and you're talking to people and at the end of talking to people, you feel as if you've been put through the ringer, you're reacting, you're interacting with that energy. And yet you'll meet other people where you come away from them and you feel empowered and you feel buzzing with energy and they're operating from a high vibration. Those who choose to focus on their own personal and spiritual development, who operate from a place of harmony and from love and connection, they're going to have a vibration which creates a life that's very, very different to those who live from a place of fear, those who are always looking at what they can't do or can't have, who get engaged in what I think is a very dangerous virus. And that virus is that of comparatonitis. You know, when you compare what you've got or what you do with other people and you feel you, that you're wanting, you feel the lack rather than noticing the abundance of the amazing world that we live in. Even when life is hard, you can look at nature and, and wonder at its great abundance. My guest, Alison JK, Dr. Alison JK, has a huge wealth of knowledge about the subtle energies and energy medicine. And that may be something very foreign to you, something that you think is pink and fluffy. But I need to let you know that it's anything but. The energies that we operate in actually determine the quality of our life, our health, our relationships, whether we succeed and we maintain that success or not. Many of you will be familiar with uh, The Secret and 
some of you may be aware of, of Esther Hicks and, and how she talks about what goes on in our vortex vibrationally actually becomes our reality. But if that's something out of your experience, I just want you to think about how you operate on a day-by-day -day basis. So I think about when I was back at school, and those of you that watched the show before will know that I was a principal head teacher for over 20 years. And I would say to staff, you know, have a think about how you turn up in the morning. You know, it may be that, you know, you've had a row with the children, that the washing machine's broken down, that the cat's been sick, the car didn't start. And then you arrive at school and you're grumpy and you're, you're just finding that you are frustrated about the day. What often happens with that is that carries on throughout the day and you blame it on everybody else. The thing is that if you stay in that vibration, that everything's going wrong, poor me, then you are going to stay stuck in victim mode. But if you reckon recognize that these things are not happening to you, that actually they are there and they're probably telling you to slow down a bit, to get a bit more prepared the night before, or just to recognize that sometimes life just happens. And actually it's up to you whether or not you make a big meal of it and you carry it on. In the same way, some of you will be familiar with me talking about uh, dealing with disability and focusing on what I could do, which was to run my school, rather than what I couldn't do, which was to stand or walk for long periods of time, I was able to have a very productive professional life and the quality of my life was hugely better. Why? Because I was focusing on what I could do and when there were problems I looked for solutions rather than focusing on the problem and focusing on poor me I can't do this and I can't do that. Ultimately your quality of life is going to be far better and so will the quality of life around you be far better. Now I'm not an expert on energy work. I've studied energetic NLP and I am have done lots of reading and been on courses but you're going to have the real benefit of somebody who spends their life looking and working and being engaged in energy work and who's able to help understand that and take a step forward. But even if you're completely unfamiliar with this, just think about how you feel when you're angry, when you're fed up, when you're fearful, when everything seems negative and overwhelming. Your body language changes, your shoulders slump, you look, stand forward, bent forward. And that mood becomes really heavy. People talk about walking through treacle, that everything feels an effort. I feel like I'm pushing a bus uphill. And when you're working out of a low frequency, that's exactly how it feels. When you're working from a place of gratitude, love, forgiveness, hope, joy, then everything feels much lighter. Everything is much more possible and you are able to access things with ease and grace. I know that from my own experience and I know that from working with so many clients. But you, as I've said so often, 
you are the common denominator that you take into every moment of every life uh, of your life so it's down to you to decide it's down to you to choose what vibration what energy state you're going to live in now don't take it from what i'm saying that you know if you live in a high vibrational state that you're never going to have challenges you know life happens but i can say that when you come from a high vibrational state managing those challenges actually becomes much more possible much easier than when you are in an unresourced state because you are in those lower energetic frequencies again if you've listened to the show before you'll know that when you are in that sense of anxiety and overwhelm it's very left brain you are only able to think of either or black and white and it's usually looking at catastrophe whereas if you can breathe and take a moment to get into your right brain that's where you find and and actually manage solutions was where you can be creative it's where you have lots of options and you can find a way forward much more easily it just helps you be that much more resourced much more able to find a way forward so it makes sense even if it's something that you're unfamiliar with to start thinking about your vibrational state we're going to be exploring that in far more detail after the break so don't go away we'll see you in a couple of minutes and i'll introduce alison jk the doctor see you then you have been listening to gina gardner on leadership for life we'll be back after this quick break want to get the best out of life personally and professionally are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. 
Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there. Actually, I was very remiss. I didn't remind you at the beginning of the program that if you put up a comment, whether it's in the live show or on one of the recordings, that we will donate on your behalf to B1G1, buy one, give one. And although I'm going to speak later about which project Dr. Allison has chosen, don't forget that for every hundred people who watch the show, we will donate Meals to the Hungry. The donations for your comments you can choose, put E for education, F for food, or E for environment, and we will donate to one of those projects on your behalf. So let me talk about Dr. Alison Kay. She's an experienced public speaker with more than 25 years experience as a mind-body energy healer. She founded, founded the Vibrational Upgrade System and working in yoga, meditation, Qigong, energy medicine, mind-body fitness, longevity, and holistic health with a specialization in the chakra system, she's spoken and taught around the world, has written four books, and is considered one of the leading experts in the field of new thought, subtle energy, and energy medicine, and the human potential field. So without more ado, let me welcome Dr. Alison J. Kay. Hello and welcome. Oh, we've got a bit of a technical problem because we can't actually uh, hear you. So if you could unmute yes, your mic. Yes, I'm on mute. Sorry. Technical problems happen. Hello there. And a huge welcome. I'm so thrilled to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. It's a good match. I was a classroom teacher and administrator for 12 years myself, English Lit. Well, it just shows my subject was English too. So that's even more of a reason for us to, to be connected. I'm fascinated by your work, but I think before we start, can you just give us an overview of how, how did you come to be an expert in, in energy medicine and, and subtle energies from having been a teacher and a, an administrator to here? Okay, the short version is I went into college as a psychology major and three semesters in, I found that the major was not at all talking about nor showing me how to be the most vibrant, thriving version of myself and ourselves to share with others. So um, prior to, though, to going into college with that major, I had um, grown up since I could walk basically out in the woods with my older brother. We were in a suburban place south of Boston, um, quite rural. And he would be in front of me jumping on the, the already dead trees and breaking them as boys do with their high energy. And I'd be just like connecting with everything and, and feeling. So it wasn't any ever, ever a question of like, I'm not a part of the trees and the dragonflies and the critters and the cloves and the creek. And yeah, so then in my teen years, I started to write in a journal and that was really a deepening of my connection to all that is and to my own voice getting a flavor of what my guidance sounded like and really anchoring in that so i went into the psychology major with this sense of connection and with this sense of intuitive guidance and it just was so cut off from a sense of thriving because i really approached this whole question as you heard me just say my take on the psychology major i was asking how do we have the most thriving, joyous, adventurous lives? Like, mm -hmm. I'm in a body, let's, let's, let's go, you know? <laughs> so 
so um, ever since then, I guess I've been looking at different holistic models. I ultimately ended up with an English lit major, had a couple other ones in between of uh, social thought, political economy, and then marketing, mass communications. So I saw the conditioning put upon us in society via that those different means and I ended up with English lit to study humans in an art form in society, sociology, politics, and an art form. So I went over to San Francisco to go for my master's in creative writing. And while I waited after writing the stories to get admitted, I synchronistically got offered a job in, as a political organizer and really hit my stride. It was about protecting the environment, which relates to my choice yeah. for the, yeah, the charity. And it was for electing people to uh, both local California state and federal in the state's um, Congress so that not people who would vote yes on environmentally protective legislation, but who would write that legislation. So it was really, really supremely logical. And I tried and I got put in really intense races. So I had a lot of stress because the more success I had, the more they put me in key races that I so wanted to win because the issues were so important. So for example, I got the first Latina woman in the LA um, area elected to the California State Assembly and she saved the last patch of green space in LA Basin as a result of getting into the California State Assembly. Yeah, so um, as I was about getting ready to go on to the general election where there was a developer against a, an environmentalist up in the Sierra Nevadas, I was walking through a bookstore looking for some support about how to manage this stress and a book jumped off the shelf, stopped right in front of my feet and I chose not to step on it and picked it up and it was on meditation. And I had already been going to the Chinatown there in San Francisco, which I think is the best one in the States, even better than New York and Boston's. And um, I was reading the I Ching at this point. I had taken yoga and college. The first book on mindfulness in the United States came out of where I went to university. So um, I was already aware of the more um, East, the Eastern practices somewhat. So I fast forward and now I've, I've completed the um, political work. I've traveled overseas, including to the UK. It was my first place I went, lived overseas for a bit. This wasn't my first time overseas. And then went back to the States and got a master's in public administration and public policy, focusing on environmental policy, got done with it. As I graduated, got my first energy medicine modality um, had been teaching meditation, by the way, um, at this point to adults and was finding, you know, that feeling when doors don't just naturally open and something's easy, but the path instead has a lot of closed doors or, yeah, yeah like that sense of pushing. And so that was happening when I was going for the job placement of my master's and I stepped back and said, okay, what you trying to tell me here? <laughs> and what I understood was at that point, it was 97, I believe, and yeah. maybe 96. And I was made aware that it's not ready to change yet. The threshold hadn't been reached to stop the reliance on fossil fuels. It, it, the, the collective just wasn't there yet. The mentality wasn't there yet. So if I wanted change, it was one person at a time, one consciousness at a time. Yeah. So I pulled out of that went relied on my bachelor's and went into the classroom, classroom teaching and alongside that started running energy medicine sessions as well as holistic health and wellness sessions because I had other trainings in herbalism and et cetera, TCM. So then fast forward two and a half years of having a great session with a client on a Saturday. She's on like number three of 10 
we're both really thrilled and I had my hands over her, you see me sitting here like this, over her um, third and second chakras. And I asked my guidance, okay, how do I get a bus results? And at the same time, I was, it was too much of a struggle. The classroom teaching um, was great. And I was even having a club with kids labeled ADD and ADHD and teaching them Qigong and blah, 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 really helping and um, excited about that integration to the classroom of these other interests of mine. And yet um, it was too difficult to make ends meet. Plus I felt caged and, and, and you can't cage me. That's not a good thing. Um, <laughs> and I, I was like, is this gonna be my life for decades to come? That's not okay. And, and I was having too much of a difficulty having ends meet. The abundance that I know is inherent to the universe was not showing itself. And I knew that it was, there was better. So I asked my version of, okay, what else is possible? And within a month got shown the international school system did what I had to do, submitted the stuff, traveled where I needed to, met with directors, got job offers, chose Asia. And because it was the seat of here in the West, we used to understand how energy worked, like the alchemist had a sense of it. And then it went underground once the enlightenment happened. But in the East, not only do they have 5,000 years of not only Taoist principles, but yogic principles, the so two different cultures, Chinese and uh, Hindu, but they were still operating in today's modern day living from those premises, culturally organizing themselves and doing their medicine from there and their social interactions from there. So I chose Asia and I was there for 10 years. And anytime I wasn't teaching or in the gym after school, cause I was a gym round, I'm a personal trainer too. Um, I was out at the monasteries or I was getting traditional treatments and asking questions as best I could in my Chinese. And um, I became a yoga teacher in India. I became a Qigong teacher in both Thailand and Taiwan on vacations. I got these certifications, um, attended chanting, went to monasteries and talked with the monks and was surprised to find that in a monastery, at least for uh, talking, than there is for sitting down and meditating because it's just so much debate over the ancient wisdom. So then I came back to the States with the understanding in 20. 10 with the mission of man if people in the west only knew how much more is available if we valued and understood the science behind consciousness and subtle energy there'd be so much less struggling and so much more thriving basically answering my question i had asked as a psych major and then the second mission part of my mission is to professionalize energy medicine instead of it being like to do energy work or you know, you get excited about some breakthrough you've had and you, you force one of your family members who are in total resistance, you, you know, to receive what you've learned and <laughs> just stopping all of that. <laughs> so here I am. I hope that helps. It does. And I think when people are now much more open or many people are much more open and ready. And yeah. it seems to me that we are very much at a watershed and that there is a need for people to recognize themselves as energetic beings you know and when i look at what's going on in the world i mean one of the things that drew me to your work is that the, the turbulence and the change is a good thing and i think for many people they find that hard um to recognize i also think it's a good thing but i this show is about helping people understand perhaps new things, but also how can they take that into their own life to thrive? And I'd be really interested, you know, for those people who are struggling financially, struggling in terms of, of 
being fearful about the uncertainty. You know, what, what you would offer them in terms of your experience that would really help them move forward, move out of that place of fear and lack. Mm, I love how you put that. And I, I'm excited to, I, I saw you that this is what you wanted to talk about and, and you really chose a good topic with me. In um, 2011, I had been back to the States for about a year. Voice America approached me and asked me to do a radio, weekly radio show on the Mayan Galactic Alignment that was coming in December 21st, 2012. I had been doing nothing public facing in my business with the Mayans or Galactic Alignment. Um, I was taking VIP clients on because I am usually housed, I'm, I'm in the UK about a quarter of the year and most of mm -hmm. in Florida on the Caribbean coast, the West coast. So I just have to go across the Gulf of Mexico to get to where the Mayan ruins are in the Yucatan. So I had been taking clients on VIP trips there, but nobody knew that except them. So anyway, I just sat with that. I told them, give me 48 hours, please. And I said, yes. And I did the show and I got to interview a bunch of specialists, not only from my book, what is nothing wrong, who were scientists who developed ways to measure subtle energy and ways to measure the impact of like meditation and consciousness, but also the specialists who understood what December 21st, 2012 was about. And so it's this 20 year window from yeah. 2012 to 2032, where we're going through our greatest evolutionary leap. And it's also coined um, humanity spiritual awakening. So I know like when I came back and I started to focus on this more, I started to question, like, is the worry about germs, like all the need for antibacterial soap, like, is that people starting to sense as things are starting to open and awaken? And then I heard people talk, coming on, coming to my free monthly call or coming in to my business and asking for help with tinnitus or with skin breakouts or with eating disorders and all of that, not eating disorders, excuse me, with food sensitivities. Yeah. And all of that is the opening because... It's not just within us, it's also the vibrational backdrop that we're living in. So we used to live like in a more physically solidly based Newtonian physics world, and now it's more the quantum physics energy wave world. And so things feel different. And so the tools now to be working with is no longer wanting and expecting things to be solid and real and reliable and predictable and routinized the way that they once were, and instead being able to work with your consciousness, your mind, the different levels of consciousness, and how that then therefore interrelates, intertwines with the subtle energy system, how the energy either runs in your system and you're feeling vital and alive and happy and abundant and ready to flourish, or you're shut down, worried, depressed, anxious, and not understanding and closed off. Because the nature of the times now is to clear that part of the ego mind that has connection to the past that has been dense or heavy for you or, or imbalanced where there's maybe been an abuse of power or you've maybe been too mind dominant or maybe there's been the lockup of money up here and the rest is suffering i just had a meeting with my financial advisor yesterday and um it was fantastically uplifting because he was saying basically something that made me say to him so what you're telling me is you're seeing a sign that there's an increased distribution of wealth? And he took a moment and he said, yeah. So th that's very exciting. <laughs> and I have been saying for years that we're entering into the abundance for all time and that money does in fact grow on trees. And 
the way to really take back your power and feel less anxious is to understand that while you're not responsible for everything that happens around you, there is randomness, there is karma. I don't want people to think if they use the law of like it, I see a lot of people take responsibility for absolutely everything. And I, I, I differ from that. I say there's at least 10% randomness, but know that overall, the thoughts that you hear is only one level that creates your vibration and what you're putting out there that the universe doesn't interpret. It just matches law of magnetics. It's a universal law. It's the formal way of saying law of attraction. So that if you work on clearing what I call the back of the house consciousness, the subconscious and unconscious, like what you have grown up with from age two to eight, you're looking around, how does life work on planet earth? Well, my oldest sister gets that yummy feeling I want from mom when she dresses up and, 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 and dances. Okay, so I guess if I act like that, I dress up and I dance or act like a little doll, I'll get um, mm -hmm. yummy feeling. And so that could get, that gets like as an unconscious conclusion, not a subconscious level, but an unconscious conclusion. And then that girl may be, as a woman, overly concerned with her physical appearance and yeah. overly concerned with dressing really cutesy. Yeah. So there's the subconscious takes in trauma and other things that it's too much to go into right now, but that all, those are two examples of two different levels of your of thoughts you're not going to hear. So, you know, it's only about 10%, 15% of the thoughts that we're actually having that we actually hear. And that's where we're making our choices from. In it, for our daily life. So there's at least 85, I think it's closer to 95% of what we're not accessing. We're not hearing, so we're not understanding. It's ruling our lives. And, I, yeah. I could say I agree with you. I talk to people about the fact that 95% of our thoughts are unconscious and they, they lead to habitual beliefs, behaviors, languages, you know, how we use, how we operate in the world. And because they don't pass our conscious thought, then we tend to be reactive rather than proactive. And part of my yep. teaching is about take radical responsibility for you, for your thoughts, for your beliefs. And if they're not serving you, then ditch them because they're probably not yours to start with. They're probably the conditioning you're talking about of parents and teachers. And it just seems to me that we are in a time where it's time critical that people own who they are, step into their genuine power and recognize it's their choice. They can stay stuck with the old stuff or they can choose more empowering ways of being, more empowering thoughts if they want to. And that sounds as if it's very much in alignment with what you're teaching too. Gina, that's perfectly aligned with what the, the thing that differentiates me from the feedback from my students is they tell me, Dr. Allison, I have, I was aware of the law of attraction before I worked with you. I was, or I was aware of there being more to life, but you're the one who taught me the how. So I yes. see a lot of people come to me thinking what you just said, that I need to step into my empowerment yep. and I need to own and manage my thoughts and choose the ones that are positive. And that's almost impossible to do on your own. And you're I saying, agree. Yeah. 
in so many people like they'll do it for a month or three months and then they'll quit because they don't like I had one woman buy a product off my shop uh then this week and she in one day <laughs> expected like radical change in her life from listening to it. it's the first time I've ever had that 11 years of business one day say I I, I don't see any I, I, I would expect that if you were dressed up in a very, very sort of sparkly outfit with a wand and a, a, a sparkly hat and you'd gone ting and there was a puff of green smoke, then she could have expected that in a Disney film. But I think it just demonstrates, doesn't it, that people want instant. They don't recognise that actually it requires an investment of time um, from them. They've got to actually do it and embed it. I'm really interested in your how, because obviously I work with clients and I've got a range of hows, but I suspect that our hows are, are, are different and would be great to hear um, just a flavor of your hows. Um, I know we haven't got time to do it, but so people understand that, you know, what you're doing and, and if that resonates with them, then that you're the person that they would go to. Gina, how much time do we have? Well, I'm going to let it run on because I'm so interested in this uh, thing. So we've got about 10 minutes now. Okay. Before I go into, I think I'm going to just give you a clearing and activation. I think I'm just going to do one. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. Um, but before I say that, you just triggered something that I love what you just said, because I remember when I first got back, I was at a Hay House con convention. I was actually going to meet Bruce Lipton. Mm -hmm. I wonder um, I'd like to meet him. Yeah, he was on my radio. He's, it's just, you just want to hug. He's just so much heart. Um, look at how lit up I just got talking about him. I do. Yes, I do. I'm, I'm sharing it. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Bruce. Um, and so there was a woman on stage, I'm not going to say her name, and she was known through Hay House as a shaman. And she was on stage and she was doing all of the, she was dressed up almost like what you just described. And she, she was doing all of this movement, her arms and like really un, what I deem as unnecessary stuff. Yeah. And I never get called up on stage. I kind of go invisible so that doesn't happen. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, and I'm not easily hypnotized so I don't get called up on stage that for that reason either because I went and did that in high school with my older brother and he did. So I, I get called up on stage with this woman and she does something, one of her processes on me and I felt absolutely nothing. And I know the irony of like, it's almost like, like, look at me, I'm dressed in a gray sweatshirt. It's almost like the more talk you are, I don't know. It just like, I've had my nose to the grindstone because what I do works, that's why I keep doing it. Otherwise I do something else. Yeah. So like, I wanna say to people to, that that not everybody out there and this isn't a way of marketing it's just please use your discernment because you could waste time and money with someone who is just repeating something you just learned and haven't yet understood how to master themselves and so you go in with these huge expectations and you want really quick results like you and i were just both saying and you won't get them if you're with somebody who hasn't yet had a certain level of clearing themselves and done the work on themselves for long enough. Um, there's a lot of great hype. Can I just say to you that, that one of the, the, uh, the watchwords of this show is, if you're gonna lead other people, you have to lead yourself first. And you have to lead with integrity and compassion and courage. And for me, there's a lot of Empress New Clothes out there. 
aren't I wonderful? And look at what I'm doing. And it's lots of razzmatazz and there's no authenticity. And I think that that's exactly what you're describing. Yes. The substance is lacking, but the material visual, it's good yeah. optics for social media, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So you brought, I'm going to ask you, you brought black abundance. Yeah. I tend to have a special, like in my signature program, Magic Manifestation and Money Flow, it's not my basic program. This yeah. is a much more robust program. I seem to be loaning people my vibrations that are connected with success and the knowing of the abundance for all vibration is part of my mission, it seems. When I came back in 2010 to the States, I expected to be te teaching and talking and helping people with spiritual awakening and, and the spiritual path and holistic health and wellness. And everybody was so worried about the crash with the housing and the economy that all I, could, I ended up like they couldn't do anything but deal with their fears around money. So I became ridiculously proficient in mo clearing money blocks <laughs> and unexpectedly so. Brilliant. Right. Yeah, so do you want me to do one around that? I think that would be absolutely fabulous. And I'm sure the people who are watching and listening would really value that. Interestingly, I think that money almost acts as the the focus. Yeah. And often when that, that log jam goes, that opens the doors of possibilities to other things. Yeah, it's. I actually even say sometimes it's like a trick the ego mind uses mm -hmm. to hook somebody into actually the spiritual worth. It, it, but it's either that, Gina, or it's like a health crisis, or it's like multiple crises, divorce, loss of a loved one, yeah. and then something else. Yeah, that makes people like their ego just crash and they look for something beyond what they know. Yeah. So I'm like you said. I love that you said this. Is a lot of alignment here, Gina. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but you said about being proactive. I, I, oh yeah, because it's it, it, that's what happens if you're not proactively seeking growth, then you're going to have a crisis or three require you to grow. Yeah, and that's what the, is, the universe will give you a little nudge, and then it gives you a bigger nudge, and then it gives you a slap around the face, and then it gives you a full-on kick up the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what COVID is. I mean, I have not philosophized about COVID at all. So many people are doing it. I've been talking about the cleansing that's been going on for humanity and the earth since 2011. This is just part of it. But I feel yeah. like not enough people have done enough purification work. And so yeah. we ended up as far as we did with this. Okay. So, so go for the, the clearing because I'm very conscious of time. And I, it, the, the floor is yours. Here we are. Okay. So... Um, Thank you for the consciousness of time, very crunched uh, is right now. So um, let's have you close your eyes, y'all. And please, if you're driving or you're paying attention to an elderly one that you're caring for or a young one that you're caring for, please come back and listen to this um, when it's in recorded form because you're going to likely alter your state of consciousness. And I know my, many people might rise to the challenge and say, I can handle in stay alert, multitask, but you'll get less out of it too. Um, and, and just let yourself know that if you have any reactions, like your um, legs or arms twitching or you yawn, or like there's a sudden pain in a part of your body, it's because there's more life force of being allowed in as the clearing works. Um, you might get sleepy, you might doze off. Uh, I think that that's about it for now. Heat in the hands and feet, tingles, goosebumps. I think that's enough. So I'm going to be silent for just a moment. 
and get myself into the requisite space there. So all of the places where you have been disinviting and even rejecting abundance and prosperity, would you be willing to burn all of that up with the flames of transmutation? Yes. So listeners, if you say yes out loud, it invites the energy anymore. So any and all free-floating thoughts and traumas Yes. I mean, oh, you don't have to say yes. It's okay. Thank you. I might be silent for a moment. Let the end of something really. Any and all imprints from your parents and lineage. This includes poverty consciousness that got passed down, it seems. lack mentality. I'm hearing we don't have enough for that. We can't afford that. Your contraction passed down. Over-reliance on budget, on looking at expense column and not income and generation column. All the conditioning that in any way is contributing to rejecting and blocking abundance and prosperity, increasing life, burning all that condition out. All karma as appropriate, including but not limited to financial karma. In all contracts, Oaths, vows, across all lifetimes and timelines, including but not limited to vows of poverty and vows of austerity and vows of chastity. And at all levels of consciousness, all beliefs, judgments, expectations, of how you are with money, how money is with you, and projections. Burning it all up now. The flames of mutation. Oh, wow. It's actually going to some of your root chakras in the back, right at the tailbone. Some of this is about tribal. People like us don't have more than enough. People like us are meant to struggle, almost limiting yourself based on wanting to honor parents and wanting to fit in and not wanting to move beyond where your friends and family and parents are at financially, so you stay at the same level with them in unconscious agreement, or maybe even conscious agreement. There's fears of if you are the wealthy one, stepped out, people will ask you for money, you'll lose it all. 
I hear unworthiness getting cleared. It's, I'm just not worthy. I'm not one of those types of people. I also hear a resistance to money. Like, I don't need money. It's bad to be materialistic. That means I'm not spiritual or close to God. And that's of the old paradigm, the old era. Good. Constriction around the throat chakra, around being able to choose opportunities can lead to more money. So I see some people playing it safe and staying with the familiar and not taking risks that may even require investing more money, but stepping out of comfort zone of where you're used to living at your standard of living, making new choices. So clearing out the resistance to making those So in lieu of the time, I'm gonna, that was an, it was, you can listen to the replay, that was a good start. I'm gonna go ahead and activate the upgrade now. So everything that was just mentioned and not mentioned, but cleared is all coming into alignment with your highest divine blueprint. So any and all latent keys and codes within you inherent talents within you and you know and support possible to bring this all into alignment for your highest potential and your highest possibilities to become physically realized activating the upgrade now I also hear a little bit of clearing right now, still on receiving, not being afraid to open. Fear of being vulnerable. So blocking, deflecting money, blocking the receiving. Wow, that was that was a really good one. Um, and it's still working apparently because I don't usually do activation. Mention what still see clearing. Look at that smile. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm just very conscious that we've now got two minutes <laughs> before the show ends. I'm going to have to have you back. Um, B1, okay. B1, you have chosen um, to um, for us to donate on your behalf to plant trees to increase for forest cover. It's so, again, in alignment with what you do. And every guest is asked to um, which uh, project different projects each month those of you that listen will know about b1g1 buy one give one um, and if you're a businessman it's a really great way to get involved and you can just the it's done in a way that you can give as little or as much but you can collectively make a huge difference so please go and have a look um, in the show notes is our code we can then see how we fertilized giving uh, beyond this show Alison, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, as I say, you'll have to come back because there just wasn't enough time. Um, thank you so much. Where can people get hold of you? Vibrationalupgrade.com. Alison with one L, I'm sorry, J-K-A-Y on Amazon. All four books of mine are on Amazon. Make sure you use the middle initial J. Um, and then Vibrational Upgrade on Facebook. There's a free Facebook group. Feel free to come in and play. 
Brilliant. Thank you. I'm going to have to finish the show there. We will have um, Alison with one L and a J back very soon. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Thank Remember, thank you, Alison. But those of you who are listening, take heed. You are the person who has the power to change your life, but you have to be proactive. You have to be the leader of your own life. We'll see you next week. Take care now. Bye-bye. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.